We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, what I want us to see here in this session is the fact that Jesus was in the beginning with God, and it says the same was in the beginning with God. Verse 2, we're in John chapter 1, verse 2. Then verse 3, all things were made by him. Now, you know, it's years before I realized that Jesus was the creator of all things. I mean, he is the one that created now, of course, God, it says God created the heavens and the earth, but when you study the Bible, you find out how he did it. God actually did it, but he did it through his word. And Jesus was the word of God. He was with God in the beginning. Now, it says all things were made by him, and without him, him who? Him, the word, or Jesus. Without Jesus, or without the word of God, Without him was not anything made that was made, and in him was life, and the life was the light of men. It's what enlightens man, the Word of God. It is the very lifestyle of God. God's Word is his lifestyle. And there's something very significant. I believe it's the 14th chapter of John where he said, If you keep my words, Jesus said, If you keep my words, we'll come and make our abode with you. Now we see, speaking of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, so actually what he's saying is that if you keep the Word of God, it abides within you, continues in you, you create a lifestyle fit for God inside you. And I see you're the temple of the Holy Ghost. Your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. But you see, you can defile that temple with wrong speaking, wrong thinking, and actually it could be considered blasphemy to God or to the Word of God, speaking contrary to the Word of God. That God's Word is His life force that He's released in this earth. It is life. It produces. And when we will act on it, it'll produce life in us. Now notice verse 4, it said, In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. Proverbs twenty twenty seven says, The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. The spirit of man, the human spirit, in other words, is the candle, or we would say it this way today, the light bulb. See, in that day they used candles as a lamp. The footnote in the King James says, the lamp of the Lord. So if we use the everyday vernacular, where you can understand it a little better, we'd say the spirit of man is the light bulb that God uses to enlighten him, or the light that God uses to enlighten him. So then he tells us light comes into us through the human spirit. Jesus said that the light of the body is the eye. Now, we can understand that in the natural because we see light with the eye. Now, there's something more far-reaching than that in what Jesus said. By law of double reference, he's referring the light that enters man through his spirit. The spirit of man is the entrance of light to him because the spirit of man is the candle of the light of the Lord. So God uses the spirit of man to enlighten him. Just as we use the natural eye or the natural body uses the natural eye to enlighten you to the things that are around you in this physical world, God uses the spirit of man to enlighten you to the things that are in the spirit realm around you and even give you insight into the natural realm. 
So it is supernatural insight that comes into the human spirit. So if the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, like the Word of God says, and I'm sure that it is, here it says, In him, in the Word, or in Jesus, or in the Word, was life, and the life was the light of man. Now the Word of God was to enlighten man in his spirit, and it was to give him life. Now, we need to understand that the life of God comes from the Word of God. It is God's power. It is God's anointing upon that Word that brings forth that life. Now, here he says, The light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. In other words, the darkness prevailed not. Uh, one translation said the darkness prevailed not against it. Well, we know that darkness never prevails against light. That's the reason that you can turn the light on and darkness will disappear. Now, that's what God's Word does to the human spirit. It is a living substance that transfers, transmits light and life. So, if thine eye be single, Jesus said, thy whole body can be full of light. But if the light that is in thee be darkness... Now, you see, you understand here that he's referring to something other than just light. Because when he says, if the light that be in you be darkness, well, how could light be darkness? <laughs> well, he's talking about revelation. See, he's talking about revelation in you. Because there could be no natural light in you that would be darkness. It's an impossibility. Because darkness cannot abide with natural light. And you can't take darkness and shine a dark spot somewhere. Did you ever try or, you know, have you ever noticed that you can go buy a flashlight? You can walk into a dark room and turn it on and you can shine light anywhere you want to shine that spot. It's a spot of light. Have you ever seen anybody that went and bought a dark spot and went into a light room and began to shine dark spots around, or, or not shine dark spots, I don't get, dark spots would shine. But to put a dark spot in a room where a light is, it can't be done. It's an impossibility. So what Jesus is saying then, that the light of the body is the eye for the natural realm. The light of the human spirit you see, or the light for the real man, the real you, is the human spirit. And that's where revelation comes. We're talking about revelation, insight, by revelation of God. See, the spirit of man is the candle of the Lord, searching all the inward parts of his belly. In other words, God's light that is in you is in your spirit. So if the light or the revelation that is in you be dark, then how great is that darkness? Because, you see, a man's spirit is where he's enlightened. So if a man's spirit is darkened by the revelation of the devil, then how great is that darkness? You see, there's light in life in God's Word. It's like I heard a minister say one time, he said, talking about someone taking a flashlight up into the attic, you know, and they shined it up in the attic, and there was dust all over. Have you ever been up in the attic? <laughs> and just dust over everything. They said, my, look what this flashlight did to my attic. <laughs> well, the flashlight didn't do anything to the attic. The dust was already there. The light just showed it up. 
Now, that's what happens in a lot of people. See, they say, well, now, you know, the Word of God confuses me. Oh, no, the Word of God doesn't confuse. See, they were confused when they got there. The Word of God just showed it up. It showed where their thinking was wrong. And God's light and His life came and showed them how dirty their thinking was. <laughs> like when someone said, stinking thinking. <laughs> we need to get rid of our stinking thinking. Because when it doesn't agree with the Word of God, it's stinking thinking. And they say, well, the Word just confused me. No, they were confused when they got there. The Word just showed it up. See, until the Word came, they thought they were right. And now they got confused because they didn't know whether it's right or wrong, so they're confused, see. Well, they're most probably wrong, you see. And in fact, they are if the light of the Word of God changed uh, what they were thinking. So in him was life, and the light was the light of men. The light shineth in darkness, the darkness comprehended it not. In other words, couldn't prevail against it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of the light. Now, see, he's very specific here. That was the true light which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. Now, here again you see that Jesus, the Word, is the light that enters the human spirit. He lighteth every man. He's telling you that the Word of God enlightens men. And he said, He was in the world, the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. As many as received the Word of God. Now, see, we're talking about the life the living substance, and the power of words. God's Word is a living substance. It has power to transform and to change. Here it says, As many as received Him, the Word, to them gave He power. There was light in that Word, and that light brought revelation and also brought power where they could become the sons of God. The Word of God transmitted life. The Word of God transmitted light. The Word of God transmitted the power of God into that individual so they could be born again and become the sons of God. Now, it doesn't matter how sinful they've been. You see, it is the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Come right on down to verse 16. It says, And of his fullness... Have all we received, grace for grace, for the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. God bless you. I appreciate you joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. We are offering CD offer number 7215, entitled Calling Things That Are Not As Though They Were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Now, when you call things that are not, that means you're calling for what you don't yet have. I've had people to say, well, I just don't understand why you say you're healed when you're sick. That's all the more reason you ought to call for healing if you're sick. You call for what you don't have. We're not trying to convince somebody that we're already healed. 
if you have pain in your back or somewhere and you're in severe pain, somebody says, how do you feel? And you say, oh, I feel fine and I have no pain at all. That's not a confession. That's a lie. Some people don't know the difference in a confession and a lie. But when you say in your own prayer time, thank God by the stripes of Jesus, I'm healed. I'm delivered from the authority of darkness and sickness has no power over me. I am healed. I'm well. I'm free from pain. You're not lying to anybody. You're calling for what you don't have. There's a difference in a lie and a confession of the word of God. Why in the world would I want to call for sickness and say, I'm just sick. Dear Lord, I'm sick as a horse. You know, I mean, faith cometh by hearing. The more you talk about sickness, the more you believe in sickness. You call for what you don't have. And when you call for it, it will be manifest over a period of time if it's abundantly in your heart. That's why faith and confession is important to setting the law of faith in motion. That's the way you do it. You call it the way the Word of God said it, and the Word says you're delivered from the authority of darkness, you're translated into the kingdom of a dear Son of God, and by Jesus' stripes ye were healed. Hallelujah. Well, that's offer number 7215, calling things that are not as though they were. Two CDs for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, a total of $19. Until tomorrow, this Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Caps Ministries and our listeners in this area.